This feature, Claire Women in Business, is funded by Kumashun Naman with a television license fee. Welcome to another episode of Clare Women in Business on Clare FM. Reagicon in Shannon County, Clare, is one of the largest producers of physical and chemical standards. The company is based in an 8,000 square metre facility that includes a large suite of manufacturing, quality control and research and development laboratories. Overseeing the operation in Shannon is General Manager Vicky Howard, who began her career with the company as a receptionist. So originally born in London, uh, in the UK, and um, moved to Ireland, to Dublin, actually, when I was about seven years old with my mum and my sister. So I spent my young years growing up in Tala in South Dublin and when I completed my leaving certificate I moved to Galway and did my first degree there which was an arts degree studying history and English. And the ambition at the time was to move into law. However, it didn't sit well with me in college, so um, I focused on the history and English. I dreamt of being a barrister. That was the dream. I did apply to Trinity College and uh, unfortunately I didn't get enough points which is why I ended up doing the arts degree in Galway. Uh, it was a back door so in the first year of my degree I did legal science. Um, I had a very good time in Galway as most students do and I decided at that point law wasn't for me but it was ironic because later on in my career um, employment law features very highly in, in, in what I did so I did eventually end up with law but not in the way that I thought I would. Straight after college I moved back to London and I started temping with Office Angels and they placed me in a financial services company called Invesco in the personnel department. I started as a HR administrator and I started studying while I was there and I progressed onto the role of HR advisor. So I worked with Invesco for five years um, and at that point then I made a decision to return to Ireland. I missed the open spaces and I wanted a slower pace of life. I was working quite long hours in London so I thought if I moved back to Ireland I'd get the benefit of the fresh air, hopefully a slower pace of life but little did I know what was lying ahead of me. <laughs> What did you hope to do when you returned to Ireland? I had no plans as such. I first uh, went to Westmeath and helped my sister open a florist shop. So I lived there for about six months. And then on a whim, I moved to the west coast of Ireland, settled in Ennis. I needed a job quite quickly. So I registered with a local temp agency called Peach and they placed me in Reagicon. 20 years ago, in January 2004, I walked in the door on a two-week temp contract. I was continuing to look for permanent work and I still had um, the legal field in the back of my mind. 
So I applied for a job with a local solicitor and on the same day, about two weeks into my job with Reagicon, I was offered a job by John Barron, the former owner of Reagicon, to work with him. So I actually saw an opportunity with Reagicon, so I decided to stay. So I've worked in numerous roles. I was uh, John's PA for a while. I worked in marketing and sales. My heart was still in human resources, so I was able to set up the HR function at ReAgeCon and then after about, it's quite an extended period, after about 13 years working with the company, John asked me to head up the whole of operations. So I took on the role of operations director. So that was manufacturing, quality, compliance, health and safety. Then in 2021, we were bought out by an American company called Calibre Scientific and John exited the business. And the CEO of Calibre approached me and asked me would I like to take on the role of general manager? And I said, yes, please. Did you ever think for a second, Vicky, that when you were sitting out there doing your job as a receptionist, that you would climb the ladder? I'll be honest with you, Pat. It's a technology company. We create products. We make products that are used in a laboratory. So standards and reagents that are used for calibration of equipment. I have no science. I do not have a technical mindset. So it is quite a journey to find myself heading up an organization that is a science and technology company. To my benefit, we have an amazing technical team who I place great trust in um, and I rely on their expertise to ensure that the technical side of the business is right. I think for me, the human resources side of the business has really stood to me. I've seen ups and downs over the last 20 years, as we all have. I mean, we've worked through Celtic Tiger, we've worked through recession, we've worked through Covid, we've worked through the war in the Ukraine, we've worked through an acquisition and there's been a huge amount going on and yet we have remained steadfast and increasingly profitable, especially over the last seven or eight years. If you hadn't had the offer of staying on, do you know where you might be today? I'm actually quite a driven person and when I go in, I go all in. Um, I suspect um, I probably would have um, developed a, a similar type of career, possibly remained in human resources. I think the opportunities in Reagicon were endless. I've seen it with my colleagues who have grown up with the company. Some have been here longer than me and they've started in roles similar to me and they've worked their way to senior leadership roles. So, I mean, drive, energy, uh, ambition have all contributed um, to that journey. Vicky, did you have any experience in a managerial role or what supports did you have or seek to maybe help you fit into the job? Back in 2017, I went on a women in leadership program with an amazing company called Mojo for Leaders. Betty O'Callaghan was my coach and remains my coach. That transformed my life because, as you know, as a woman in a managerial position, we do tend to sometimes experience bias. We do tend to experience imposter syndrome. And sometimes that journey can be that little bit more difficult for us. That program led me to um, look outside of ReAgeCon where else I could make a contribution to society. 
and I started volunteering with Clare Youth Service in Ennis. So I joined the board and I've just completed my six years service, the last two as chairperson of that board. It supported me to ensure that I felt I was making a more rounded contribution to society, both, both as a woman in business, but also to the community, which is really important to me. Because I'm sure you know Clare Youth Service, they're an amazing organisation. So I'm hoping to rejoin the board back in October of this year. Given that you have been with the company for so long and started in the reception area, working your way up, was there ever any pushback? Any pushback because you were working your way up the ladder or any pushback because you were a woman in business? That's a difficult question and I could probably, Pat, give you some examples of the bias that I've experienced over the years, but I don't want to focus on the negative. You know, I think that I would prefer to say that irrespective of the challenges that any woman in business might have, if you have the drive and the energy you can achieve and every single person that walks in the door of this company every employee that comes in I sit down with them and I tell them my story you know I tell them you know that opportunities are there if you're willing to put in the time and the effort and very importantly professional development you know I'm a perpetual learner I'm constantly going back to do course after course um, and I think that's really important and that's something that I want to instill um, in the next generation of um, women workers coming behind me. Vicky it's not entirely unusual that you would have someone in your position who might not know all the aspects, maybe the technical aspects of a business, but your own experience studying law and your interest and expertise in HR stood to you. That's certainly enough to help you get through this job. It certainly is. I have been incredibly lucky. When I took on the role of operations director, it was a baptism of fire um, because I really had to understand how our products were manufactured, how our products were tested. And this was a subject area that was alien to me. And But it really stood to me that I spent those few years really getting under the bonnet of the business on that side, on the operational side. But did the fact that you had trained in HR and the law side of it as well, that obviously is a huge help to be able to manage a business like this. Absolutely. Um, I think that um, understanding of the legal side of any business as well as human resources is essential. I believe that, and, and I genuinely believe this, Pat, that any senior manager in an organisation needs to really understand the people side of the business. We say here that we cannot execute our strategy if we don't get our people right, if we don't get our culture right. We've all heard this before. So I'm very well invested and I suppose my um, experience, my training and my knowledge in the area has really stood to me in this regard. Did it ever worry you that you were going into such a high profile position and you weren't entirely aware of the entire operation and how it worked? Of course, there's always um, a little bit of a fear factor when you're taking on something which is, is so big. Um, we're a company that turned over 27 million last year, so it's it's a massive um, organisation with 100 people um, under my remit. I think I very much acknowledge where I have a gap in my skills. I don't hide that with my peers, but I'm also not afraid to ask the stupid questions. So that's always stood to me. I put a lot of faith, as I said, 
said in my technical team and the experts that I have around me, I recognize that I do not know everything and that's okay. You know, I have a team to support me where there are those gaps. Some of your other managers wouldn't have the expertise you have. It's a team effort. Absolutely, it's a complete team effort. And I think, you know, the, the especially given that our senior leadership team has such tenure um, and we've worked together so well over the last couple of decades, although we have changes coming up, although we have worked so well together um, over the last 20 years or so, um, it's really stood to us and the success of the organisation. And Vicky, would you have engaged or met or chatted with other women in business? I've actually been very fortunate Pat um, I mentioned this women in leadership course that I did um, it wasn't a course it was a journey um, back in 2017 it started I was fortunate enough to do that um, particular development initiative with four other women in business um, who headed up similar types of organizations and larger organizations and we have maintained that network and we meet once a year and um, usually just before Christmas but we're also on the end of the phone for each other because sometimes the challenges for us as women leaders can be quite unique so it's great to know that we can pick up the phone with each other and we've developed a really close relationship which is um, honest, transparent and um, you can bear all as you need to um, as we face our challenges. The challenges that we face as women um, in leadership positions are not necessarily unique. There's generally a common theme that you'll find among them. Um, as I said to you earlier, Pat, I could tell you stories about bias I've experienced. Um, I think that I've broken through that. I don't hang my hat on that anymore. I feel comfortable with who I am uh, as a woman in a leadership position. Um, the challenges come from within and the challenges come from outside the organisation as well. I have um, developed strong relationships with other industry leaders here in Shannon, particularly through the Shannon Chamber of Commerce and Helen Downs. They do amazing work trying to pull industry together and um, Helen is a wonderful advocate for women in leadership roles as well. So, I mean, I was lucky enough to also work with them on the Shannon Chamber Skillnet Steering Committee for a period of time a few years ago. So I honed some of my networking skills uh, through that initiative. And how important is that networking to you? Because this is a busy job as it is. Where do you find time for the extracurricular networking or meeting your peers in other businesses, in other companies? You have to make the time. You have to make the time because it could be so easy to just devote um, 110% to your working day but I think this is where you learn um, this is where you share knowledge um, this is where you can get creative this is where you can solve problems you get in touch with like-minded individuals or people with different minds you know that challenge you to solve problems that you might have so I think you know whilst we're all very very busy people it's an absolute essential to get out there and network and get involved in the the industry around you when you look back today you obviously you're proud of what you've achieved working up to the ranks within the organization um absolutely um i can be proud um and i think actually i it was something i spoke about recently given that i hit my 20 years service uh, with reagecon that 20 years wasn't all good there are bad days and it's not always 
you know, a, an upwards trajectory. Sometimes there's dips, you know, um, that you have to navigate as well. So yes, I am very proud. I take the good with the bad along that journey. And I hope that I can instill some confidence or inspire some young, young people coming behind me, especially young women, you know, that you can achieve something like this, that you can start as a receptionist and you can work your way through the ranks and you can run a company. That was Vicky Howard, General Manager of Reagicon in Shannon. Next week, we'll meet Sally Smith, who opened her first health food store in Ennis in 1988. This feature, Clare Women in Business, is funded by Kamishun Naman with a television licence fee. Claire.